The next morning, Sal was acting odd. She sat next to Penn, whispering, so I couldn't hear a word of what she was saying. It was the first time since she decided we were best friends that she didn't just plonk herself down next to me. I watched her black, glossy ponytail swish from side to side as she laughed loudly at everything Penn said. I'd always longed for shiny hair like hers. Mum used to say the secret was to brush your hair a hundred times each night. I'd always refused to, but when Mum went, I started brushing it like mad, hoping that, like Aladdin rubbing his magic lamp, brushing my hair might make a genie appear and bring Mum back. At school, everyone was talking about some girl in a second form who was sure she'd seen the bloke near the station. She dialed 999 from a payphone, but the operator hadn't believed her. In the loo was at break time. Sal finally spoke to me. So, who was that then? School bus not good enough for you anymore? Just a friend. Sal went over to the mirror and started squeezing a blackhead on her chin. I stood there, mute, staring at her ponytail, waiting for her to ask me more. When she didn't, I bent down and pretended to adjust my socks. Then I took my hair out of its elastic and retied it, waiting for Sal to speak. She finished with her chin and checked her profile. Then she picked up her books. A bit of a cradle snatcher, isn't he? She said as she reached the door. Gave me the creeps. I couldn't let her see me cry, so I darted into one of the cubicles and rattled the loo roll holder so it'd sound like I was having a pee. The door slammed as Sal left, and then the bell went. She's just jealous, a voice said. I came out of the loo and saw Marion there. He wasn't creepy. He was dead gorgeous. Where do you find someone like him? The pub, I said, and Marion giggled. Has he got any mates? She asked, as we headed off to maths. I couldn't concentrate in maths. I couldn't concentrate in any of the lessons. It was partly thinking about Bracken, and partly everybody talking about the flasher and who was going to be next. At lunchtime, the police were back. Sal rolled her skirt up to turn it into a mini and rushed across to chat to them. One of them was Wayne's mate, so she gave him a hug, which made Phelps go crazy, shouting at her to show some decorum. He made her unfurl her skirt and threatened her with a detention. As soon as he'd gone inside, with the coppers, she rolled it back up again and redid her tie so it was short and stubby, the same as boys always wore theirs. In biology, it was my turn to get into trouble. I was meant to be drawing a diagram of a hydra, but instead I doodled a 3D heart with Bracken's name inside. Unfortunately, Mrs. O'Dwyer caught me. I managed to scribble over it so she couldn't see Bracken's name, but she gave me a detention anyway. It was the first I'd ever had. I was meant to be Mrs. O'D's star pupil, get all A's and become a doctor, so that she wouldn't feel her life in the classroom had been wasted. Usually, I'd have been really upset and scared of what Dad would say. But today, I couldn't care less.
education in general, and O-levels in particular, were starting to feel really irrelevant. Poxy, as Sal would have said. When school was finally over, I didn't dare look to see if Bracken was there. He hadn't said he would come. He hadn't said anything about when I'd see him next. I slid my hair free from its elastic, shook it loose, and tried to rake it straight with my fingers, just in case. I walked slowly across the playground with Marion, pretending to concentrate on what she was saying, although I actually had...